Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Panoply, panorama, panpipe, pansy, aha, pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au.
3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally, first broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. 3CR broadcasts from the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations and we pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Hello to any Aboriginal and or Torres Strait Islander people tuning in from whichever lands you are on, or for that matter, any First Nations people all over this planet, and we acknowledge that all the lands were stolen and never ceded, and that reconciliation is very much an ongoing process. I'm Sally Goldner. I'm host of Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex, gender, and to some extent genre, um, which we'll have a bit of today, and... Um, I use the pronoun she, her, and of course, welcome to listeners of all genders, including, but not limited to, ladies and gentlemen, in the Marxist gender theory state that is Victoria, tongue coming, going through one cheek and out the other ear. More of that in a minute. Um, on the show today, if you want to get in touch to discuss things, you can email out of the pan 855 at gmail.com, SMS 61456. Uh, uh, sorry, four five six seven five one two one five. That number again, six one four five six seven five one two one five, and you won't get a set of tofu knives. Um, you can tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line. And talk about that too, and look for posts on Facebook, my page, Sally Goldner. And out of the pan, 3CR, 855am Melbourne. And remember, any opinions I express on this show are my own um, and not those of any other organisation with which I have been or am associated. I'll say today, unless otherwise stated. More of that in a minute. I'm teasing you. Uh, opened up today with Dragon from the Bondi Road album and Summer. Well, it's officially about four days away. Um, and by Godfrey, we are going to get some of it during the next week. Um, just having a look at the Bureau forecast, we're going to have a balmy 30 degrees next Saturday after a, a week of around 20 but no rain, um, cloudy and light sort of southerly breezes. Um, my best Tony Gregg voice, a cool breeze blowing in down the pitch. Um, miss you, Tony. And, um, well, um, summer sort of came early a bit for um, progressive Victorians last night. Um, more of that in a minute. Um, what an amazing victory it was last night when Delta defeated Jessica Troy for the Melbourne City Wrestling Women's Championship. No, there were a couple of other victories. I think well done to the Socceroos who um, have won their third ever um, you know, sort of um, World Cup finals match. But, um, well... Daniel Andrews and ALP returned in um, for a third historic third term for Daniel Andrews. Um, well, well, well. Um, all the talk of minority governments and swings and you know backlash against lockdowns it didn't really eventuate. Uh, but let's have a look at that from the point of view of LGBTIQA plus communities. I think that what um, it just shows that when you get some principled, courageous leadership and on these issues, and I'm just starting with these issues, let's put that caveat in, the Andrews government has by and large done that. And um, that's a good, good thing, in my obviously, in my opinion. And it shows when you do do your best stance for diversity, and no, it hasn't been perfect, um, it can be done. And the fact that um, 
you know, the all the Liberals can cry about is there was a two-party preferred swing to them. Well, you know, the increased vote for Greens and Teals, um, well, that's not really um, when you look at it that way. And so how I've decided to analyse the election this way. At the last state election, the lower house had 58 Greens and ALP seats. And it's looking at the moment, of course, with some seats still in doubt, 55. And um, that's hardly a huge swing. And it's sort of what people predicted. You know, it was unlikely that um, Andrews was going to increase his majority, or the ALP are. And so, okay, some seats have been lost to the Greens. Um, Richard Wynne, who, um, who held Richmond up until the last election, had a very loyal following, has retired, and so that one's gone, a couple of others, and even Footscray, a traditional Labor stronghold, looking in doubt to the Greens. But when you look at it from a point of view of Labor-Greens combined, now, of course, neither of those two parties would probably like to see it that way, but... When you look at it that way, there hasn't been a lot of change. Teal's winning, uh, according to one morning newspaper, at least two seats, but definitely looking um, like a pretty strong chance in Hawthorne. Um, so that that one's changed over. And so this is obviously a very welcome thing. The factor U for unexpected could be the U for upper house. Um, now, if you start from that base of your lower house vote being... Um, you know, Labor Greens perhaps roughly the same, you know, up or down. And yes, people can vote differently in the upper house to how they vote in a lower house where you have two houses of parliament. Um, it's not likely that, anything, you know, what will that mean? The In one sense, all other things being equal, you might say, well, will we therefore have a, an upper house that's much the same? And it's way, 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 way too early to call yet. But then there's the factor you of all these preference deals and press preference whispering that's gone on, which shows why we need some upper house reform um, so that it is easier to vote um, and we'll say more choices of how you can legitimately vote above and below the line. I don't mean choices as in in terms of number of candidates. Um, It's probably not well known that below the line you don't have to fill out all 48 boxes for your um, upper house region. You can just fill out at least five and it's a legitimate vote. And personally, there's a lot of parties I don't want to even give a number 74 to. So um, there it is. Um, So, you know, in that sense, overall, from a progressive viewpoint, including LGBTIQA plus reform, looking good. Um, You know, the thing is, um, well, this happened despite all the Murdoch media waffle and a certain other commentator who is um, stalking Melbourne, who... Well, there's been talk about will Daniel Andrews serve four years. I wonder if a certain media commentator will last another two. Um, Dare I say he's cooked, um, um, along with the other cookers, um, possibly allegedly in someone's opinion. But, um, well, they made a few people, made made themselves look a bit silly in my humble opinion. Uh, but the thing is, what could this mean for LGBTIQA plus Victorians? It will mean continuation and possibly more funding for organisations. It will mean increased funding for gender support services, despite the fact that the Herald Sun this morning has a report that quotes two people who are not clearly supportive of trans people. Um, it talks about the numbers of uh, increased numbers in gender clinics, but the then posts, and this is something you need to be aware of, it quotes someone from two psychologists, one who clearly shows bias, but the second is from an organisation called the National 
um, Association of Psychiatrists. Now, that is a small religious body of psychiatrists, not the larger, um, you know, sort of... Um, you know, sort of fellowship of psychiatrists, which is the representative body. And this is a, a tactic that um, these fundamentalist types use. They have a professional-sounding name for a very tiny group of psychiatrists who probably meet in the last phone booth in the country, and um, there's still plenty of room to spare, and make it sound like they're a representative body. Um, pretty dishonest tactics, or dubious tactics, in my opinion. But um, the thing is, it will mean more funding for our transgen and gender diverse young people, um, which is really, really important, hopefully more for other people as well. So what would you like to see a newly elected state ALP government do if it can do things it wants to do? Um, I'll come back to that in a minute and I will put one of my hats on to talk about it. But um, in the meantime, we're going to have some anniversary type of music because a fantastic musician um, had he still been alive, would have been celebrating a birthday today, and that is the one and the only Jimi Hendrix. So get out your air guitar fingers, or if you want to play along on a real guitar or something like that, please do to All Along the Watchtower, 3CR 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. Some kind of way out of here Said a joker to the thief There's too much confusion I can't get no relief Businessman there Drink my wine Come and dig my earth None will ever Hey. 
Did you miss 3CR's broadcast of the inaugural historic first Trans Pride March Melbourne on Sunday 13 November? Perhaps you want to break a binary and listen to it again. Well, either way, you can. It's now available for listening at 3cr.org.au, Trans Pride March Melbourne. Join in the historic occasion and support our trans and gender diverse communities here in Nam. 3CR Radical Radio, proudly supporting trans and gender diverse people as part of diversity in Nam. 3cr.org.au, Trans Pride March Melbourne. Hello, my name is Ana Maria Tijoux. I'm a musician, composer from Chile. And I would like to say thank you to this uh, space of community radio and and to give the opportunity like to have different news and music and to put another perspective in this world that is so crazy in another step of violence but I think it's so important to make another vision about what is happening so thank you and say thank you particularly to the Mujeres Latinoamericanas and this show, thank you 3CR, 855am 3CR Digital 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand Why does it come up just after you start? Out of the pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. Lots of things to talk about um, today. I said that um, we'd mention, uh, well, we've already got one wrestling mention in within the first seven minutes. But of course, right now as we broadcast Survivor Series with um, War Games is happening from World Wrestling Entertainment in America. I have to watch that later. Um, as well as the fabulous work of MC Dub here in Melbourne slash Nam last night, who um, I um, you know would add do, do put up a slide before the show sort of officially gets underway, acknowledging the traditional owners, the first wrestling show I've ever seen doing that. All, and I'm sure, I believe there are other shows that happen around this big island and smaller surrounding ones that are doing it as well. Very welcome to see. Um, what else is going on? Yes, um, we had Jimi Hendrix all along the Watchtower um, in honour of the fact that it would have been a Jimi Hendrix birthday today had he still be with us and not sadly um, gone. 1942, he would have been 80. Imagine how much guitar music he could have done. Mm. Um, but thank you for what you gave us, and that's an absolute fave, so we gave that one a whirl. We'll have another fave of a very different genre later on, um, which, um, so keep yourself glued to that. Well, of course, um, there's all three different um, favourites um, of genres today, until we head to Freedom of Species at one o'clock, and they'll be interviewing three vegan sociologists more in, about that towards the end of this show. Um, so... Yes, got to um, what sort of um, policy um, results, um, what what sort of policies would we like? We've had lots of messages in. I'll get to your messages in a second, um, dear listeners um, of all genders. And, um, well, you know, I think that there has to be a priority now for intersex reform. Um, it seems, unfortunately, that the um, situation in the Australian Capital Territory has sort of got stuck in about first or second gear and there's certainly no action this year now 
for a bill outlawing unneeded intersex surgeries on infants and no timetable for next year, which I I know is causing distress for intersex advocates who have worked very hard on that and are sadly sick of seeing a lack of progress. But, you know, as much as, of course, I'm trans and bi and want all the trans and bi reform in the world, it's not just about, you know, your own sense of self. And therefore, I think... um, it would be should be possible for the Victorian government to take the draft law um, bill that went, has got to consultation stage in the ACT and start getting it through the Victorian Parliament, and I think that has to be a priority. Um, you know, yes, we still need lots of trans stuff, and I'll go into that Herald's um, Sunday um, article in detail a little later on, but um, you know. I do feel very strongly for our intersex siblings um, that they haven't had any real specific reform um, anywhere in Australia and not much around the world. So really important that we get that done. But we could, and this is where, by sort of coincidence of timing, as the show was formulating inside the space between my ears this morning, um, um, declaring my interest as the Treasurer of Just Equal Australia, We have just put out a media release with my name on it saying that we can do other things. Victoria has, you know, arguably the second to fifth best birth certificate laws out of the eight states and territories in Australia. We could go split hairs on that. But Tasmania, to its great credit, has good ones because, you know, it is optional to have a marker and the default setting is no marker. So there's flexibility and choice that's all legal. Hooray. We could upgrade to that. We didn't back Um, weren't able to get it when the laws went through Parliament in 2019 due to the fact that um, um, because the laws had been a conflict between houses when they were attempted in 2016, um, when they were passed by the lower house, but there was a tie in the upper house, so it was lost, um, we had to introduce pretty much the same law again, except for where forced divorce had been eliminated. But Given the thumping win by the ALP, there is now no reason not to go for an upgrade. And if the Liberals want to prove that they're relevant in this state, they'll be civilised in their debate. It's been interesting to note that one of the vehement um, spokespeople against this law um, in 2016 was Louise Staley, who is in grave danger, you might say, of losing her seat of Ripon in central Victoria. Now, I'm not saying for a second that trans issues were a factor there. Maybe they were. But um, she's, um, as um, those Richie Benno send-ups by the 12th man used to say, looking like she's in deep poop. Um, and so really, you know, the thing is there is no um, you know, sort of room, in my opinion, and that is a personal opinion for those sorts of views in Parliament. Coming back to the Just Equal Media release, which talks about how we should do these birth certificate laws and many other things, and keep going socially. Um, We've had a couple of comments in. Let's have a look at them as I saw them come in. It's a bit of a dead heat. We've had one, um, someone's messaged me on Twitter. Um, Kayleen has said, wants to see Department of Premier and Cabinet LGBTIQA plus policy extend to the whole of government with particular consideration of the prevention of forced dead naming. Now, I'm totally with you on that. Um, Now, again... You know, no one should be forced to use their past name. 
the as I understand it, some years ago, Kayleen, and I, this is some time ago, the process was set in place for police checks that, yes, you have to supply past names, but if you've never been convicted of anything, no one else should be giving them out once you're checked. Unfortunately, I believe that the um, this gets subcontracted out and people don't pay attention to the detail. But certainly no one should have to put down a past name against their will um, for anything else. Why do you? You know, we don't ask... Um, and this is a um, you know an example that could happen a lot. Um, women who have married and changed their family name to list their past name, and also there's no stig- there's far less, if any, stigma about a woman who's married and changed their family name listing a previous name. So I'm totally agree with you on that. And it's my understanding that legal advice in relation to those police checks said that there were privacy issues if no one had if the person hadn't committed an offence. So I, I think there's a privacy issue here. Maybe that's something that the Victorian Privacy Commission could look into. I'm not. I'm not sure um, um, if there's anything that can assist there. But certainly, all of policy needs to be continue to ripple out across all departments of government, all regions, and in partnership with private and NGO sectors. But a principle of that must be that if it's say a trans-specific issue, then it's led by trans individuals and organisations, not so-called LGBTIQA plus organisations that often don't have good records on equality and diversity inside themselves. Now, the other email, we've had an email come in too, out of the pan, 855 at gmail.com. And um, it is from Jenny, one of our um, recent listeners. Um, The ALP should be proud of the result. Barry Cassidy and many other respected analysts said there are lessons to be learned as well. Um, Well, that's true. And look, I started looking at this from an LGBTIQA plus perspective, but I totally agree with you there, Jenny, that um, the situation is um, 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 in relation to that is that there is at least a perception, if not a reality, of the you know, words that are used of arrogance and autocracy by the Andrews government. And they're going to have to address that. How they do it is up to them. Maybe they can change. Maybe the harshness of the worst of the pandemic has passed and they can do it that way. So I think you do have a fair point. There are lessons to be learned for all. And I think that there is or certainly a perception out there that both of the two larger parties, as I call them, there are concerns. The ALPs did um, have swings against them in the western suburbs, and that's a concern that some of the sort of, um, I'll call it my opinion, reverse middle-class thinking that we've seen in America where somehow working-class people thought Donald Trump was going to save them. Maybe that's happening a bit. Um, and that um, you know, the working classes have been ignored by the party in favour of professional middle classes, and that includes the queer community. Well, you'll get no doubt, no question from me that um, the... Um, you know, sort of, um, you know, I am there is concerns about select what I call selectively woke attitudes from middle class gays and lesbians, and I've spoken about this on the program many times. Um, and certainly, we all have privilege, and you know, I acknowledge mine as someone who is white, uh, Anglo-Saxon, never neither Aboriginal nor Torres Strait Islander, um, but. Um, you know, just to name a few, I'm not saying that's all of them, or ones that I've been educated and always have a roof over my head, I've always had a roof over my head, will say, um, reasonably of my own choosing. Now, I say, um, 
Now, lots of people don't have a roof over their head and some end up with a roof over their head that involves being detained in custody and similar. So there's all those sorts of privileges as well. And we do need to consider that. And it was interesting, um, going back to the Trans Pride March, for which you heard a message earlier, uh, everyone heard a message, that um, one of the speakers who got up and spoke was about trans people in custody and listening to newly elected co-convener Austin Fabry-Jenkins on In Your Face on Friday on 3CR, 4 till 5, um, Austin talked about um, issues of custody as well. So we do need to start drilling into these um, sort of um, specific issues here in Victoria and can lead the way. So all sorts of things to consider, um, all good points. Thanks, Kayleen and Jen, for those points. And... Um, Let's make sure that um, we do do this and we're not um, really, as I say, we can't, we are leaving, have been guilty of leaving people behind in large blocks. But the thing, the last thing I'll say on the election, at least for now, but your comments welcome, is that whilst I'm well aware there are variations around the states and territories and regions of Australia, um, the fact that um, there really wasn't an effort made to bring in LGBTIQA plus issues um, is, um, you know, sort of um, in this state election says something that shows that they can't bite. And also it seems that people are seeing through mainstream media nonsense and voting how they feel they will. I mean, it was a regardless of what your views are, it was a pretty heavy media campaign, in my opinion, against the ALP in a lot of cases and um, with a lot of things that were beaten up out of proportion and people have ignored that. So, um, you know, that says something to why we need a diverse range of media, including community media on 3CR. Let's hope we get back to some boldness. Um, So in the meantime, let's have some more music. And what have we got scheduled here? We've got the dingoes. you know, we've, um, sometimes if it doesn't seem like you're going to work, things have got to work, you've got to try anyway. This is from their um, Dingo's um, Live at Last album of some years ago. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. <laughs> Forbidden fruit, sacred ground, some things are out of bounds, or so they told me. When it comes to love, I'm just a fool, I disregard the rules, no bars can hold me. There's been a trail of broken heart and lost the will, I never started out with the right frame of mind. But all the doors are never closed, they're sticking Chances are we could take a dive But there's always hope while hope's alive and kicking Though the waters might get rough I know I want you bad enough I'll go under before 
lost The effort just ain't worth the cost of playing anymore I know we live in desperate times One side falls, the other climbs Way above the law The culture where it don't suit the season Dreamers in an age of reason Always face the winter's bitter cold Three CR eight five five AM, three CR digital, three CR dot org dot AU, and three CR on demand. Out of the pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. Three CR um, playing a diverse range of music, and there's some diverse Australian classic rock from 2010. The Dingoes' live at last album, Try Anyway, a Karen Tolhurst song. Sung, as always, by expertly by the awesome Broderick Smith. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to talk about this um, article in the Herald Sun today um, on the tree version on page 29, which you know does talk about um, numbers um, about increasing, how, how it has skyrocketed, according to this report, according to this report by Julie Cross. Um, but if, um, this is only in public clinics. 
2,067 children in public clinics, 10 times the number in 2014, which was 211, or give or take. Um, and the thing is that um, um, psychologist Diana Kenny, about whom I know have never heard, not that that necessarily means anything, um, says it's upwards and... Um, and um, the, however, this quotes um, someone called Philip Morris, um, no smoking, and called from the National Association of Practicing Psychiatrists, who um, says, who seems to make some more remarks that I don't think are appropriate, uh, are necessarily fully and complete, and then compares strategies to the UK, Sweden, and Finland. Now, I, um, I'd be very wary about comparing anything trans, much trans to the UK, given that um, according to one piece of research, I saw the UK is now rated in terms of trans hate um, as on a level with Poland and Hungary in terms of Europe. Now, of course, we don't have you know, sort of the ability, let's say, to survey things as um, much as um, um, you know we would like um, around the world. But um, once someone starts talking about the UK, and of course they'll inevitably go on about the Tavistock Clinic, and I urge people to refer to Fiona Bishop, who's the president of Ozpath, and there's an article on their website which talks about, um, you know, frames the Tavistock situation in the UK more accurately. And interesting, I was approached around 4:30 on a Sunday afternoon for a comment by um, in an article that I never got to see in the end about. Um, and in a Murdoch-owned paper, and when they approach you at 4.30 on a Sunday afternoon, um, when their deadline's usually 5 o'clock for the next day, you know there's something a bit fishy. Handy media tip if you ever decide to do media spokesperson work for a an organisation. But I think the point I wanted to make out of this article is one of the tactics that those who would, let's say, have different views on trans to most trans people, family members and supportive family members and allies is that they'll quote these small, um, prof- you know, impressive sounding names of professional organisations um, and, um, you know, yet they're really only very small membership numbers of um, psychiatrists from a particular religious background, which they have a right to do, but it is somewhat misleading when the um, they're not quoted as a particular body of psychiatrists, whereas the Royal Australian um, and New Zealand College of Psychiatrists is the much larger, more representative body in terms of members and views. And I remember this happened a few years ago, about 2016, with um, a the American um, the Pediatricians Association in America and Karen Phelps being caught out. Um, so, <clears throat> you know, there's these similar sounding names, the American Academy of Pediatrics and um, is is one, and then there's the Ameri- um, American Pediatric Society. So there's these sorts of similar sounding names, and you've got to be a little careful about which one you're looking at before you quote them. So that's my thing out of that. Had another email in from Jenny, um, who uh, thanks me for the reply. Well, I totally agree boldness should include diversity, executive and board level, um, and certainly Just Equal would want to do that. But, um, I can speak for Just Equal on that. We are wanting to get more people involved and into building foundations to do that. Um, the media landscape very white. Well, yeah, commented on this last week that 
the you know sort of two opinion columns on the you know opinion page of the Sunday Age were John Fain and Neil Mitchell to give just one example, um, and. Jenny said she, quote, laughed at the incoherent stumbling response of the Herald Sun editor on Insiders this morning in his post-election analysis. Well, look, the Herald Sun does give inspiration for stand-up comedy um, there, Jenny, so as does most Murdoch media, because if you didn't laugh, you'd cry. Um, <clears throat> and also, I haven't seen the detail yet. I've heard of this one, Steve, pra- Steve Brax, Premier. Steve Brax um, has um, been critical of the Herald Sun as well. Got to check that one out as well when I get off air. Just broke as I was coming to the studio. I should add also, just on breaking news, Matthew Guy's um, said he will stay on until the new Liberal Parliamentary Party is locked in once all the election results were confirmed, but will not recontest the leadership. That was announced about 11 o'clock this morning, Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. So, yep, it's um, all, it's all happening. It's all happening. The tension, the drama, the buzz, the crowd, the atmosphere. No, that's Bill Laurie. Um, and, um, well, I'm very tempted uh, um, to quote um, um, the 12th man send up at Bill Laurie when a wicket happens, but I'd better not do it. Um, so, yeah, all happening. Um, so the summer, sum it up, be aware of um, slightly of medical bodies that aren't really um, sort of um, truly representative and have a broad range of opinions. And also um, be aware of, um, um, you know, sort of, um, and just be thoughtful on our, on our analysis um, of what we can do. But, yeah, it does seem that um, perhaps people have just lost all trust in mainstream media and, are not, and can see through it. And, of course, we do have at least some degree of internet freedom. Yes, it can be take discernment to work through things. And I sometimes, I, um, just before I move to a track, I've, I have thought about this. I know a lot of older people tend to believe, that, go with the idea that everyone is automatically telling the, what their truth and being genuinely honest, even if there's difference of opinion. And I think to some extent we've lost that in the last, well, 20 years or so, maybe more. And maybe that's where there's an issue to think about. Um, but you can't stop people lying, I suppose, or can you? That's, there's a debate for about 12 hours of 3CR. All right, let's have a listen. I said there'd be some diverse music. Um, let's have some um, swing type of stuff or some um, jazz type of stuff, which I'll tell you more about afterwards as well. of two great music events that are happening in Nam this afternoon. Here is the magnificent, the um, sensational, the marvellous, jazzy, and he's got beautiful hair, Bob Down, and those, and you can drive on Route 66, 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. <laughs> trouble tonight. It's all right for you lot, he's behind me. What do you think of the strides, eh? A little bit Bobby Brady, aren't they? Feel that, feel that fabric, feel it. That's almost Hessian, isn't it? It's magnificent. I got them in a Hoadley show bag, actually. 
Oh, what the hell do I look like? I look like Shirley MacLaine meeting Andrew Peacock at Mascot, don't I? Oh, and what about this magnificent band, Mr. John Thorne and the Bob Down Five? If you have a plan on the west, travel my way, take the highway, that's the way. On Route 66, but it winds from Chicago to LA. More than 2,000 Big Macs all the way. Still, I was hungry. I'm really dizzy. Well, you go through St. Louis, I'm Missouri. Get out your Gregory's. One more time. I said, you go through the Louis, cross the Missouri, all over the years and look Amarillo, like the New Mexico, like the Arizona, don't forget what I'm doing, you're in the need of you. Get hip to my tip. It's all about a voice in our own country. We've got a reason for screaming out, where's our voice in this country? You know, not that I want to be a part of the Constitution for that, you know. That's why 3CR is so important to, to me and this community here. We've got a voice, but it's not, you know, we're entitled to a bigger voice than what we've got, but it's all about having a voice. Subscribe to 3CR, fiercely independent and community controlled. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe or call the station on 03 9419 8377.
The Boldness, campaigning for human rights for people with disabilities. Join us every third Wednesday of the month at 6pm on 3CR. Three CR eight five five AM, three CR digital, three CR dot org dot AU, and three CR on demand out of the pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. Well, most Sunday afternoons around forty six a year, um, because we're beginning to come that time where we begin to come to the end of a year. The last um, new episode of Out of the Pan for the year will be Sunday the eighteenth, which is three weeks away. Um, so. Uh, we just heard from um, from Bob Down. Hey, swingers. And um, just having a look, just before I came on here, there are still tickets for a show down in St Kilda to see Bob Down and celebrate the 25th anniversary of the Jazzy album um, at um, in St Kilda um, this afternoon. So doors open at 3, be there at 4, be there or be a rhombus or something. Um, and... Um, um, enjoy it. Um, I'm just going to get the website where you can book tickets. Um, it is possible to was possible to join virtually, but um, um, not so anymore. Um, but um, yes, yeah, I show this afternoon down in St Kilda, and who knows, you may see this swinger there, um, the Memo Music Hall um, down in St Kilda, and Memo Music Hall is at um, 3 p.m. Uh, it's at 3 p.m. Well, that's when the show is. Um, in my music hall down there in St Kilda um, at um, 88 Ackland Street, Renew Entrance at the rear of the Rissol via Albert Street, that is RSL. Um, other things happening this afternoon um, of equal importance, I'd better say to Bob and his hair, is of course the 3CR Radio Music Feast at the Brunswick Ballroom. Woohoo! Um, great to see 3CR oot and a boot, and there were people in here busily organising things um, to head off down there. Um, the Brunswick Ballroom from 3pm through to 8pm, so you could scoot across town and uh, after Bob Down and do a bit more of both. But what a huge range of uh, musicians. Ajak Kwai, Kutcher Edwards, Lady Lash, Black Jesus Experience, The Cherry Reds, Uncle Robbie Thorpe, MC Shirley Hood, Soju Gang and Marashuti. Um, you can register now for a ticket. And thanks to all the people who are helping to bring that together, the Community Broadcasting Association, AMRAP, On the Road Again, Victoria Arts Mall and 3CR Brunswick Ballroom. Uh, that's community at work. So um, it's great to see things happening again around town. It does slowly feel like after the hell and hell fire and brimstone to quote um, the description of Kane from World Wrestling Entertainment that we are getting some degree of life back um, so that's incredibly welcome um, Freedom of Species however comes up immediately this show finishes if you are listening live or if you want to listen to it on podcast and uh, Nick and the crew today have vegan sociologists Zoe Sutton, Josephine Brown and Alex Hill and considering other animals in designing spaces plus gender and veganism with a focus on vegan, focus on vegan men. So there's a whole um, intersection, intersectional approach um, in its way. Um, um, great radio as it will be with Freedom of Species 1 till 2 every Sunday afternoon. Rotations at 2 and then Queering the Air at 3 um, is your music for the day. Um, so yeah, lots going on, um, lots to keep an eye on, and um, 
Also, um, don't forget your dose of Queer TV on Friday nights on Channel 31 slash 44, as it always is there as we head towards the end of the year. Gosh, where has it gone? It always feels like, yeah, what have you... What have you done when you get to this time of year? I don't know. Um, there's always something to think about. So um, thanks um, to our listeners, to Kayleen and Jenny, for mess- messaging in by all the means of communication and for your thoughts. And, yeah, lots that we can still work on. We really need to just start drill. I think it's about drilling into detail a lot, a lot of big, bigger things done in Victoria. Um, I, I'm obviously acknowledging intersex not done yet in terms of their big ticket item of stopping the surgeries. But, um, um, you know, we've got all these, as I say, these particular, you know, sort of issues um, that are perhaps more specific to look at, um, such as custody and dead naming and those sorts of things. So let's hope we can keep working forward on that. I'd better get out of here. Make way for Freedom of Species. Take it out today with a very Freedom of Species-ish sort of song um, from Viewed, though a little distracted by Rosie Burgess. Here's Roadkill. Be careful on the roads um, for everyone's and every creature's sake. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week.
like a bear.